Real life, true crime, supernatural. That is the sound of two people in the, in the same room. Same freaking room, people. <laughs> this is proper eavesdropping. This is combo of a lifetime. This is not upstairs, downstairs. This is together at last. Aww. Two of us driving nowhere. Is that the song? I don't know the words. That's it's the a Beatles. Beatles tune. It is a good one. So, Michelle, cheers to you. Thank Let's you. Do that again. This is we're drinking Porto Tonic. Do you know what that is? No, I have. I actually had no clue what that was until you made it for me. I'll tell you. It's port with tonic. Quite simple. I mean, what more can you ask for? But port it's all very Portuguese the way you tonic. say it. The porto tonico. Porto tonico. Um, yeah, you just have like a little bit of port in there. Not a little bit, a lot. And then you <laughs> stick in some tonic on top with some ice cubes and a slice of something. So anyway, cheers, cheers. Cheers, one more cheers, cheers for, the, oh, for the gang. I know, because I know, might have to put that down shortly. I'll do you know what, Michelle? We're still in December. We are creeping closer to that little fat man in the red suit coming down the chimney. <laughs> What's a chimney? I don't know. People call it the chimney sometimes. It's a chimney, of course. Or coming through the fly screen in Australia, which is where I'll be. Yeah. Or the, do you remember in Australia... People would have those strips that would hang down. Gross, with loads of dead flies on it. Yeah, no, 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 no. The ones in milk bars where it would oh. be colourful strips. They were all like different coloured. Uh, like a meat a meat freezer. No, no, no. They, no? they would fly in the wind. What they were lovely. I was that? always really jealous. You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> don't worry about that. I won't. You don't need strips because no. we got... Porto One more. She looks like she's just I desperate do. to keep clinging those glasses. I just want to cheers. It's the Christmas season. It is the silly season. And it's Christmas, Christmas every, every day. Wednesday every in, Wednesday. In December. In December. One, two, three. It's Christmas every Wednesday in December. Drop for me. So will you drop with me? Drop, drop. Drop. Sexy Santa in a place drop, to play to. What a hoot! What a hoot! So you were saying, Michelle, to people, week in, week out, you get the goodies. You get the goodies from us ladies over here at Eavesdropping. You do. And, you know, we we give you an hour every week, but we're going to do something different this time. Because we need a little rest. We do need a little rest. And it's a silly season, and we know that, just like us, you guys don't have a lot of time for your podcasts. So... Although... It's a great thing to do, you know, just pop pop it in your ears when you're cooking that giant bird. <laughs> With the goose fat. But, uh, yes, no, I mean, even when you're cleaning, when you're cleaning up yes. that after those Christmas parties that you've been getting all sozzled at. Or if you're just sick to the back teeth of the sound of your family's voices, just pop us in your ears because you'll never get sick of us. <laughs> but what Michelle is trying to tell you is, what are you trying to tell them? I'm just trying to tell you that... If today's episode is a little shorter than usual, and it will be, it's because this is our version of a hiatus, a Christmas hiatus. But I'll tell you one thing, eavesdroppers, we are never going to leave you week in, week out. We are still coming to you, but we're going to do one hand at each for the next few weeks. Is that we right? are indeed. Yeah, yeah, we are. Just, you know, just as a little, little something, something over the Christmas season. To keep you going. 
Indeed, indeed. Honestly, I've, I'm looking She's at your... She's just wanting to clink me I again. I am. I'm looking at your Porto Tonica and I just want to keep cheersing. Cheers to Jesus. you. Cheers to the Christmas silly oh, season. Cheers, I meant to say, not Jesus. I know. And honestly, you're going to hear me gulping now because I'm going to have a... Go for it. Let's go. One, two, three. Mm. Down in one. <laughs> shout outs. Shout outs? We oh, do. We've got some shouties. We do. Now, we were informed by a Miss... Mr. Eileen Banana today. Doctor. <laughs> Sorry, Doctor oh, Eileen. Eileen Banana. Otherwise known as our theme tune composer. That's right. Yes, indeed. And he let on a little, well, he told us a little secret. What did he let out? <laughs> let on a little From out. his mouth, not the other not the other end. Um, no, he told us about a little eavesdropper who's been a secret eavesdropper. Secret eavesdropper. Mm-hmm. Who's that? James. Oh, James. <laughs> I love how you've already forgotten. I've forgotten. So, hello, James. Hi, James. James likes to chuckle, or guffaw, in fact, at the amount of swearing that Michelle does. I'm actually mortified by that because I don't generally think that I swear a lot. Yes, you fucking do. Yeah, I fucking do. But anyway, apologies to our, our listeners for I that. I think they tune in for that, Michelle. I know a, a number of 10-year-olds who really <laughs> love it. Of course they do. <laughs> So here's a little shout out to you, James. James. Shout out. Shout out. You're getting a shout out. You're getting a shout out. Okay, so you may be wondering who you're listening to. I'm Geordie. And I'm Michelle. And we are the eavesdropping ladies. <laughs> but yes, uh, welcome to eavesdropping. You're eavesdropping on us. And we like it. We, we do a common in your ears. That's what we've said before. But, uh, yeah, you're listening to Eavesdropping. And uh, what's our mantra? Real life, true true crime, supernatural. So you don't know what you're going to get today. And do you know what, guys? I don't even know what I'm going to get today because Michelle has been fevering away, ferreting away on her little laptop, coming up with a fabulous story for me. And I have to confess, apparently I sent her the link to this story thinking it was interesting, but I don't remember. And I know that I may have got it from regular eavesdropper, but God knows who. And I'm really sorry. Is it Linda? Is it Yannicka? Is it Danny? Is it Al Teggett? Is it Rains Park Mark? Is it Rains Park Mark? Who's no longer of Rains Park. Of Long Ditton. Or is it... Someone else. I mean, I'm really sorry, guys. If you Tamira, Tamira, right? Tamira, the modern mystic. If it's any of you people, please write in, and we will give you an extra shout out next episode. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about Chill that. Chill out. But do you know what? Before I actually get onto yeah. the meat, oh, I Christ. I just like wanna, that? the what? Do you have to say it like that? Moosh. The meat. <laughs> the meat and the sang- sandwich and the sanger. No, look, I actually wanted to just. Flag a little article I read in that amazing newspaper. Cosmopolitan. No, the Sun. Oh, okay, the Sun, the Sun. And honestly, I actually feel like bad because I actually don't. Bad. Spend... I feel bad because bad. I feel. You said bad. 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 <laughs> it's the Porto so Tonico. The already. Look, I actually don't spend all my time reading, reading the the shit yes, newspapers. I actually think my cookies target me. So with, they with things what so they send you articles from the sun all the time because no they know I think how it, much you love it I think that I just I get targeted with By various what? things. Here's Michelle and she's very concerned about privacy. privacy you see mm. people if you haven't listened before, 
you'll not know this about Michelle, but there's been a few episodes where she's gone into great depth, grape depth. I said great. <laughs> You've had too much Porto Tonico now. <laughs> about privacy issues. You seem not concerned about that. I'm not as concerned as you, maybe. I find that frightening, actually, because I think it is the greatest intrusion on our modern day lives. Yeah, and you're we've right. let it happen. Yeah. But don't get me wound Are up. We're we having that another because... episode about that. <laughs> I know, and also I don't wanna I don't wanna like rant on about it because I do feel like it is a massive, massive issue. But yeah. anyway. Sure. Apologies to anyone who thinks that all I do every day is read the Daily Mail and the Sun. But actually I, I will say this this next thing is from the Sun. It's random shit. Random shit. Okay, it's well, what's it, what's it all about, Michelle? What's it all about, so, Michelle? Well, look, anyone who has listened to this podcast before will know that we love a time traveller. Oh, my God. Is it the guy who knows the scores of the football before it's happened? No, it's not that oh. guy, but I wish I knew that because I would have placed a bet, made some cash. Well, I don't know how accurate it was, and I don't even know where I saw this. Really? I did see it somewhere. Okay, well, it's not that guy. It's not that guy. It's a dude who says he is a time traveller and he is saying that the biggest event ever in the history of forever is coming. Like what? He doesn't say. That's the whole point. It's ridiculous. So his name is Eno Alric. Right. I I didn't even know if that's his real name. That's an alien name. It is, it is an alien. He's an alien. <laughs> well, do you know what? He's not an alien. He's a TikToker. Right. Yeah. So just, you know, grain of salt here. But anyway, TikTok is where he makes all his predictions. And his handle, if you're interested, is the Radiant Time Traveler. Yeah. Makes it sound very, very nice, actually. And he reckons he is from the year 2,671. I feel like I know this guy. Well, maybe he's been on TikTok for quite some time. You're on TikTok. I don't look at TikTok, though. I'm just wondering if it's... Do you remember that time I told you about the guy who knows about events in the future and it was quite dark and scary? Well, we've had a few time travelling TikTok... I honestly, I'm sorry, I'm laughing in the middle of that conversation because I, I just did a little burp and then Jordy did one too, one. and she gave me the eyes. You gave me the eyes, like don't you burp when we're recording. Sorry. But anyway, it's the Porto Tonico apology. Do you know what? That's an extra Christmas gift for our listeners. Thanks. There's a little, anyway. little bit of windy pops from both of us, from but me I, to you. Well, I, I actually think that this radiant time traveler, he's radiant. He's, the Radiant Time Traveller. That's his handle. Oh, okay. Right. I think he's been around. I think he's made predictions. I think we've probably come across him before because we love a time traveller. We, we really do. Does he say things and then want you to guess what they are or follow him for more info? Look, or I'd, give you a ten- give him a tenner to find out. <laughs> well, the thing is, he does want you to follow him. And mm. I think it's all like, you know, monetization thing. But... Like I said, he says he's from 2,671. Right. And on his TikTok bio, he says that mankind is on the brink of destru- brink of destruction. I'm having some difficulties with the numbers, Michelle. What do you mean? 2,600. 
two six seven one. So he's like six hundred whatever years 71. ahead. Like so six hundred and fifty years ahead. Six hundred and fifty. Years ahead. Wow, okay. I mean, what so happened? Let's, time. let's talk about what happened 650 years ago. Do you remember? <laughs> I'm just wondering how many leaps. I can't even get my head around that. That's like, what, the 1500s? And... Is it the 1500s? So Shakespearean time. 1400s? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Am I right? I don't know. But we, you know, it's that is still in modern... Nostradamus his, time. Yeah, we really, we need to go back to him. Mm. But look... I don't really think this guy is from 2671. Why, I don't why are we caring? Yeah. We're caring because he says mankind is on the brink of destruction. Yeah. And honestly, as you and I know from the conversations we've had in the last couple of days, yeah. any Gen Zer will tell you the exact same thing. Yes, they have no hope. They feel that there's no hope in the future. Mm. Write in and tell us if you think that's wrong. <laughs> we do have Gen Zs listening. Hello, Callum. Shout out, Callum. Yes, indeed. The thing with this guy is, despite none of his previous predictions actually coming true. Good. And he said things like humans were going to find new planets. Mm. He said a massive tidal wave would hit Earth. From where? I don't know. A tidal wave hits Earth. Well, or it was going to be on Earth, Earth, but it was going to. Sorry, that's my... Bad. You got that wrong. Yeah, I did. Um, and he also said that we're all going to be visited by aliens, which is possible. But you say bring it, bring it on, don't you, Michelle? Well, look, I actually think it could be happening. I think there could be aliens among us. You know, we grew Not up right now. With, we grew up with V, where and they Alf. look like us. So I, you know, I love bringing up V. Anyway, Alf doesn't look like us, though, does he? <laughs> he looks like a little furry thing. Yeah, but he does look like some humans. Some unfortunate humans. Anyway, <laughs> this guy, he has hundreds of thousands of views. So I do think dude is quids in if he's just trying to be a time traveller for the sake of raking in the cash. And he's doing sure. it if he's monetizing his TikTok. But anyway, he reckons that the biggest event in history is going to happen on Christmas Day this year. Okay, what's it going to be? That's all he says. He oh, doesn't even God, say. I don't care if he's not going to give us any kind of hints. No. But do you know what? Like, there's zero details. So I literally have no clue what he thinks is going to happen. Except, do you know what's going to happen on Christmas Day? Santa Claus is coming down the chimney. Exactly, it's Christmas. (laughs) Like, that's what's happening on Christmas Day. So, people, if you look up on Christmas Day and you see anything in the sky or anything weird... I don't necessarily think it's the biggest event ever in the history of mankind. That is Santa in his sleigh. Yes, it could be. So there you go. Where do you go? There you go. So there you go. There you go. So there you have it. Thank you, Michelle, for that little snip bit. (laughs) My pleasure. (laughs) Full of shit bit. Hey! Sorry. Oh. I do think he's full of shit, though, this yeah, um, he is. Alien. I agree. He is full of shit. Yeah. But anyway, that's not even the main thing I want to chat with you about today. I can't wait to hear all about it, Michelle. What are you going to tell me? What are you going to tell me? All right. So I'm going to take you back to 2013. That's not that long ago. No. I'll it's... tell you how long it is. It's nine years ago because my son was born in 2013. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Coming I'm up to very, 10. I'm very bad at maths. But anyway, there was an article in, dare I say it, my favourite. The Sun. The Daily Mail. Oh, the Mail. <laughs> the Daily One Mail. One of the rags. And then, look, this article's right up my street. So 
We're going to go to the Cotswolds. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Kate Moss. Moss likes that. Likes there. She lives there. Does she? Sometimes. I don't think she's in a little village called Watton under Edge she in Gloucestershire. Be. She might be. Well, maybe. I don't know. Who am I to say? She might very well Who be knows? there. But anyway, that little village is the home to a B&B that used to be a pub called the Ancient Ram Inn. Oh, gosh, sounds nasty already. I know. It sounds absolutely terrifying. But anyway... This is a B&B with a difference. A little tiny supernatural difference. Oh, oh that's where we're heading today. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this, you know, this little supernatural kind of thing has, has really made this place notorious because yeah. it is actually touted as Britain's most haunted building. Oh, really? And if you don't believe me, just go to their website, okay. the Ancient Ramian website, because it's basically their USP. But the the inn is a grade two listed building. And it was built a long time ago. I'm doing air quotes here. I saw them. I know. And, and look, the only reason I say that is because according to the website, the deeds to the Ram Ancient Rams Inn uh are written mostly in Norman French. Wow. And they say the inn dates back, and I'm not joking, there's no date on it. It says it dates back to time immemorial. Oh. Yeah. So, but, And that's a date. Well, there's no date. Immemorial means they can't remember. Yeah, so no one remembers. Like, it's always been there. So, oh, wow. you know, but what they think, I mean, it's at least 800 years old. So they're dating it back to at least 11.45. And I've seen the pictures of it. It's a funny little building. that You know, it's all kind of whitewashed. Sounds with, cute. Yeah, with like the, the black Tudor wood. Black wood, like the charred wood. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's charming, but... Oh, God. Here <laughs> we go. What is it? It's supposedly built on an ancient pagan burial site. I knew yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> So polted, guys. I know. But worse than that, apparently child sacrifices oh, no. took place there. And people would all congregate on this site to worship the devil. Okay. And in fact, I actually read that the house is on the intersection of two ley lines. Oh, my God. And Mish. that's why it has all this kind of spiritual, paranormal energy and because of these ley lines, yeah. that might be the reason why the house was used as a pagan burial ground. Can you tell me anything more about ley lines at this point in your story, Michelle? Only that we did an episode on them and we thought that they were bullshit. <laughs> but I don't did know. We? Well, do you remember they they did some invest they uh, the they? the anonymous they they did some investigation yeah. into ley lines and it was they weren't straight lines. Do you remember? Right. It was like, oh, ley lines are all kind of over the place. So it was more human ideas of of things that they were trying to connect. But mm. do you know what? Aside from all of that, I love the idea of them. So I'm going to run with it. Let's these. run with it. I like them too. Why did we poo-poo that previously? I think they're What's a great it? idea. Let's go with the ley lines. Let's do you know, do you know do what? It. We didn't poo-poo it. It we was our, res- our, our resources. Our, yes, yes. Resources? <laughs> Our research. Our sources. Our sources. Our research. Our duck duck going. So, yeah. I mean, Leyline, whether you believe or not, they are 
out there as a thing. And pagans love them. Um, yes, actually, regular day people like them. People believe in them. People I and people think they're a thing. And people do feel that there's some kind of mystical, magical energy, you know, on ley lines. And they do say that like two ley lines intersect at the very precise site of this inn. And that's special. So I, I, I don't know. But anyway. One legend reckons that the land the inn is built on originally had streams that were mm. redirected to, to being underneath it. And these streams disturbed the ley lines, yep. which then released dark, dark, disruptive energy. They're called black streams. I don't even know about that. How do you know about that? Because I'm going to tell you something next week that has them in there. Oh, my God. I'm very excited. Well... Just keep, put a pin in that for next week. I'm pinning weekend. it. But look, all this folklore around the house did make it a bit of a target. And apparently sometime in the 1500s, you know, when there were all those witch hunts, mm. uh, there was reportedly a woman who was living in the village who had been sort of singled out as a witch. Yeah. And she hid in the inn to try and avoid being burned at the stake. Right. But didn't she didn't make it. What kind of things, Michelle, would they look out for in a witch like to think that you're a witch unmarried I think unmarried but also imagine if you were someone who went into nature and understood how to heal people which was all the rage back in the 1500s yeah of course because they they, didn't have aspirin they had willows they did but I think you know people who maybe were tapping into natural remedies and I don't know I think it's more likely that it's going to be people who uh, a little bit different. Different. Yep. Women who were threatening, powerful, outspoken. Yeah, I think. It Lesbians, got to be, even. Could have been. I think it's knows? more likely that somebody says that fucking bitch Michelle on number two Rock Street. <laughs> I hate that little cow. I reckon she's a witch. She's a witch. Go and tell everyone she's a witch, and that's how you just got rid of your enemies. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And I mean, it's an easy way to persecute someone, isn't it? Mm. It's just another form of persecution. Yeah. So some poor woman got persecuted and, yeah. Dunked. And hid in the inn, eventually got burned. That's just how it goes. In addition to all of that, uh, apparently the house is haunted by loads of ghosts. More than 20. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, for all those years. Yeah, it does make sense. Including, apparently, the ghost of a girl called Rosie Uh who was murdered. Now, I don't know if she was murdered in the house or somewhere else. I couldn't find that online. But apparently it's also haunted by a high priestess. Oh, my God. All women so far. Well, not all, because oh. it's also haunted by a randy male sex demon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which we have talked about similar thing on a previous episode. Also known as an incubus. Oh, no, we know about that. We do. Very early on in our... It might have even been like second or third episode. Yes. Yeah, when we were very, uh, very badly (laughs) recording on Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, Incubus. Succubus is the female version. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So. Nasty. Really nasty. And look, loads of weird stuff um, has gone on at this place with crazy things being reported as happening. You know, stuff like from your basic sort of spine chilling screams coming from nowhere okay to apparently a wooden beam that when you touched it was electric oh it would give you an electric shock which is like actually impossible because electricity hadn't been invented yet well it doesn't conduct through wood 
But it hadn't been invented either in the 1500s. Oh, there you go. Did you not realise that? I don't know that this was necessarily in the 1500s. Oh. This is like over the like oh, okay. modern day, right. modern day things. Now. Yes. And gotcha. also lots of reports of people being touched. Oh, wouldn't you hate by, that? By invisible hands. I'd hate that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I just touched her. She did just touch me. She had me. a fright. I did get a fright. Yeah. I don't know that I would like to be touched by invisible hands because you probably don't even know you're being watched. Have or you ever at. been touched by an invisible hand? <laughs> no, but I want to say someone I know was on a train and basically got groped by, by an invisible hand, which was basically just the hand of some filthy Dirty. dude on it on the train who stuck his hand up her oh, dress. I know dick. it's disgusting. Nasty. That wasn't a ghost, it was just an idiot. A revolting man. Anyway, no, I have not to answer your question, I've not been touched by an invisible hand. Have you? Don't think so. Okay. All right. I don't think I have. No. Listeners, if you have been touched by if, if you've Visible received anything. an invisible touch, yeah, then please get in touch. <laughs> so, so anyway, this Ram, ancient Ramsian, is, it's owned by a woman called Caroline Humphreys. Now. Now. Okay. And her family. I, I think they bought it in the mid-60s. Well, the dad did. Mm-hmm. And She grew yeah, up there, did she? She did. They've, I, I, I've just looked at my notes. They've owned it for more than 50 years. Wow. And they've seen some kooky stuff. Caroline's dad, John, who sadly passed away in 2017, he said the first night he and like his family moved into the house, he was pulled from his bed <gasps> by a spirit and obviously he freaked the fuck out. Of course. And he must have thought, what the hell have I got myself into? Because who thinks that's going to happen on your first night in a house that you've just bought? Oh, my God. So he did a little digging into the history of the house. And like we talked about earlier, he did discover that there was an ancient burial ground underneath the house. Oh. But what are you going to do? You've bought this place. You're in it now. Yeah, you've probably spunked all your savings yep. on this house. So I guess you just have to sort of put up with Suck it up. up. Yeah. yeah. Deal with it. Yep. Thing is, years later, when John was renovating the house, he found a load of Tiny bones. Oh no! Not no. chicken bones. He doesn't think it was anything like that, but tiny bones, like, like babies. children's oh, baby. Yeah, yeah. And little daggers what? underneath the soil in the foundations of the house. And he, like, one hundred percent believes that child sacrifices oh, were fuck. made to the pagan gods on the site of the house that he lives in. Yeah. And when Caroline was a kid. She says she was so scared of sleeping inside the house that she used to sleep in a caravan on the grounds outside the house. Wow. Yeah. And after a while, she said it just became really normal for her to see people like screaming and running out of the house in oh, terror. Yeah. So, you know, they've always known that weird shit goes on oh, in that God. house. And actually, she says she woke up one night and I guess she must have been inside the house, not in the caravan. But she says when she opened her eyes... There was a chest of drawers hovering over her bed. Oh, my God. Which then moved and crashed (gasps) down the staircase. Oh, my Lord. And she said it was not uncommon for her to hear, like, that murdered child screaming and crying in the night. Which I do think would be fucking heartbreaking. I couldn't handle that. But it would also be fucking annoying. You'd never get any sleep. Yeah. So what she did, this is really clever, actually. She got some toys and... 
put the toys in the house, in oh. the room where the where she could hear the child's cries. Yeah. And apparently as soon as she put those toys in, the cries were less. Oh. Less frequent and less like terrifying. So it's kind oh. of a win. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway. that to- <laughs> well done. <laughs> but you know, after all this shit, you think that people would be freaked out to stay there. Yeah, well, I wouldn't stay there. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, and look, you know, she says her dad used to wander around the house with a Bible so he could protect himself oh, from all these ghosty woasties. Imagine how freaked spirits. out you'd be. Yeah. How scared in your own home. I mean, would you go there? No. Nah. <laughs> would you? No. Nah. No. In theory, no, you yes. Wouldn't. You wouldn't. Well, in theory, yes, but I actually think... I'd like to see that, Michelle. Yeah, I think I would be all like, yeah, I want to go there because I want to have, like, the experience and mm. to see if, am I going to be the chosen one? Am I going to have, like, this crazy encounter? But I do think that if it actually happened, it would really scare me. It would terrify me. Do people still stay there? Yes, because <sighs> the place is full of ghost hunters and people who want to investigate the paranormal. Are they paying top dollar per night? I don't think so. I think oh. I think it's quite modestly priced. Okay, but they but do have to pay. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. It's a it's a B and B. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I get. I guess they get a little brekkie in the morning <laughs> after they've had the bejesus scared out of them in the evening. Beans on ghost. <laughs> oh, boom boom. She's had a porto tonico or two. Look, yeah. I think I would be by turns like excited and terrified yeah. to stay there and yeah i i don't know what i would do if something paranormal did happen to me i'd like to think i would be brave and excited but i think it would no. just i don't think that would happen <laughs> michelle i think you'd be running a mile well look i think that's the dichotomy the, the problem a lot of these ghost hunters face actually yeah. when they They're go scared. there is because you know <laughs> like, like i said it. caroline has said loads of guests <laughs> have fled the house in the middle of the night too freaked out to stay after they've seen some weird stuff and they Fair have enough. seen weird shit like mm. furniture spinning and moving across the room very bad to see poltergeist it is very isn't it yes yeah. it is but also they uh, people have said they've seen the ghost of a little girl wandering around the house. I don't know if it's Rosie that. who got murdered or not, right. or if it's someone else. And in fact, actually, one ghost hunter who had some recording gear there to yeah. like try and record all the paranormal shit, he reckons he's got on video the sound of a ghost child screaming <gasps> and also a ghosty man's voice yelling, Get out! Oh, I don't know. It's all on video. Oh. And the same guy says the same night he was recording all this stuff, he felt the presence of something push up against his back. Ah, yuck. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that I haven't seen this on Osborne's Want to Believe. (laughs) We're ahead. We're ahead of the Osborne's. (laughs) Jack, get in touch. So there have also been guests who have been so freaked out that – they have, mind you, on the bottom floor, but they have jumped out the window. Ooh. And it's still a few feet high. So obviously not super high, but it's not floor level. And apparently there's a, a grassy incline outside the window. And so they roll. Like, jumped out and roll, <laughs> jump and roll. So just to get the fuck out of the house. Oh, and there was even reports of one guest being pushed down onto the bed by what they say was a sex pest, incubus demon. Oh, what yeah. did he do? Just p- 
pushed, Mm. pushed this person on. But actually, the thing is, since 2013, this sex demon has not been behaving well. Jesus. Yeah. And in fact, two months ago, poor old Caroline, she's had to throw in the towel on the ancient Rams. She's gone. Well, it's because this incubus has reportedly assaulted not one, but multiple guests. Female, male, all sorts? Well, all sorts because the thing is, not only have they assaulted guests, her dad, John, was assaulted before he died. What do you mean? Yeah. So apparently, and this happened more than once, her dad would go to bed and this sex demon would start touching his legs and then press himself down on the dad's body. Oh, God. Yeah. And like it was trying to get in. Into what? Like into the body. Oh, God. To inhabit the body. I don't know, but like he's a, a sex demon. So what, oh. what orifice is he going for? I'm just saying. God, Michelle. I know, but that's what you said. Get in. You, <laughs> you said that. But look, this is a quote from an article I read in um, Mysterious Universe. Love that. I know. Where John is apparently said to Caroline, and these are her words, Once the bed started to vibrate, he passed out. And when he came to, she's talking about her dad, his arms were above his head. Oh, no. Yeah. There was pressure all over his body and something was feeling his groin. I know. I know. (laughs) He could not move or speak. And when it released him, he couldn't stop shaking. He left the room. And went downstairs, utterly exhausted and unable to sleep for many nights. That's awful. It's really awful. Oh, I don't like it. Guess what? Did you know aliens are real? The earth is actually flat and you can have sex with a ghost. Open your eyes, dear. So look, I'm just going to flag something here. And I think it's something you've actually experienced. Yeah. Um. Could this be sleep paralysis? Yes, it could yeah. be. Because I do think that people who suffer from sleep paralysis get that feeling of pressure yep, yep. on their chest. Like and not a cat being able... sitting on your chest. Yeah. Yep. I mean, uh, the thing is that maybe explains one person's experience. But not a lot of them. But so, I mean, is this mass uh, sleep paralysis? Mm, I don't know. It's weird that loads of people are experiencing the same thing. Yeah, yeah to the I point can't... where, you know, she feels like she's got to close close the inn. And look, the upshot here is Caroline is selling up. Oh. However. Who's buying that shit? Well, look, I don't know. I, you can, I don't know, ghost hunters, people who want to investigate the paranormal. Maybe, maybe someone who wants like a sex dungeon i don't know like you just don't know however i will say that i did have a quick look on right move and it's not there oh it's not there so maybe maybe, it's a private sale or maybe it's a publicity stunt to get drum up some business in the quiet season i don't know but what i did notice is that property in Wooten under edge yeah it's fucking cheap is it yeah you can get an end of terrace two-bed house for under two hundred thousand pounds that's crazy in this day and age in this day and age i mean they say you know gen z's can't like afford to buy a house where if you got a wooden on on under edge you can you can snap up a bargain but basically i think if you are interested in buying a haunted b&b Go make Caroline an offer. See what she says. All reasonable offers, 
considered. Consid- considered. Not accepted. Considered. 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 But it comes with a caveat. you got to live with a sexy beware. ghost. Fire beware. Well, sex pest ghost. Sex pest ghost, which is even worse. I know. It's like that comedian they're all talking about at the moment. Which you have some theories on. I read it on Twitter. Yeah, I know. Twitter. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> anyway, that's basically all I got for you. Amazing, Michelle. That's food for thought when thinking about <laughs> your next Airbnb breakaway. You don't know where you're renting when you, well, when you, when you rent it in Airbnb. You just see a say, lovely picture and you think, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll live there. Read the reviews. <laughs> Read those reviews, people. Because if you're going to have a sex pest on site, it will be noted. And people will write in and they will make a fuss. And they may even want their money back. Well, do you know what? I should read reviews. But, but the thing is, I think I told you a few months back, I booked a, a place on, on Booking.com. Turns out it was a, a sex hotel in Greece. Oh, God. <laughs> and it totally ruined our holiday. What so, happened to you? Well, we walked in there and there was a guy throwing some money down on a counter and this woman going up and there was – all the <gasps> windows were blacked out. Oh, God. And we, walked, we pulled up. We got the cab. It was in, not in a very nice part of town. The cab pulled up. And we saw these windows and they were all blacked out. And I said to my child, what the fuck is this hotel? <laughs> and then we walked in and it would like stunk of cigarettes and yeah. it was really awful. And they kept sending us these emails actually to, um, for, for 10 quid more, you can upgrade to the spa room. And, oh, spa. We know all about the spas. Oh, we do, we do. And I, and I said to my child, yeah, we're in Greece. We're in Athens. We're not going to be using that spa. We don't need to upgrade. Thank God you did that. Can you imagine how filthy that Because those be? spas are where you meet your thruples and your bubbles and all of the other people. I mean, you've got those bubbles going up your whoop whoop and with all those nasties. Hands all over you. (laughs) Jesus, invisible touch. Wife swapping. Yeah, so yeah, read the reviews is the upshot of that conversation. Gosh, Michelle, thank you so much for the sex pest demon. (laughs) My pleasure. And do you know what, Jodie? There's only really, after that, there's really only one thing to say. I say, be gone, sex pest. Be gone. (laughs) Be gone. And also eavesdroppers. Wherever you are, whatever you do, just keep eavesdropping. 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 Eavesdropping.